Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey there, friends, faithful listeners, and new time listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast. This is your host, Jen here, and we are in Genesis chapter 36 today. I'm actually going to be discussing the entire chapter today, but don't worry, it's not as daunting as it sounds. This is mostly about Esau's lineage, and you remember that Esau was Jacob's brother. So I won't be reading the entire thing, mainly because there is a lot of names in here that I just cannot pronounce. (laughs) And plus, I can really get the point across just with outlining the gist of this chapter with just the first few verses in this chapter. And we can pretty much get a good feel as to what is happening here and talk about some of the main points of this chapter. So I won't be reading the whole thing, just a heads up. But of course, you can read the whole thing if you want. You can go through and read through all of Esau's lineage because this is history. And if this kind of thing is very fascinating to you and you want to learn about some of the ancient tribes, then this is a perfect place to begin. So let's go ahead and read Genesis chapter 36 verses 1 through 43, kind of. I'll actually end up stopping probably around verse 14 if I'm being honest. So let's just go ahead and read this. I'm going to be reading as usual out of the WEB version of the Bible this morning, but you should read out of whatever version you usually read out of. And also grab that cup of coffee or that cup of tea. Let's go ahead and start reading this morning. This is the account of the family line of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the women of Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Ohilabama, the daughter of Anna, and the granddaughter of Zibion, the Hivite. Also Basamath, daughter of Ishmael and sister of Neboeth. Ada bore Eliphaz to Esau, Basamath bore Raoul, and Ohilabama bore Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These were the sons of Esau, who were born to him in Canaan. Esau took his wives and sons and daughters, and all the members of his household, as well as his livestock, and all of his other animals, and all the goods he had acquired in Canaan. And he moved to a land some distance from his brother Jacob. Their possessions were too great for them to remain together. The land where they were staying could not support them both because of their livestock. So Esau, that is Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. This is the account of the family line of Esau, the father of the Edomites in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife Ada, and Raoul, the son of Esau's wife Basamath. The sons of Eliphaz, Taman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kenaz. Esau's son Eliphaz also had a concubine named Timnah, who bore him Amalek. These were the grandsons of Esau's wife, Ada. The sons of Raul, Nehath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the grandsons of Esau's wife, Basamath. And the sons of Esau's wife, Ohilabama, daughter of Anna and the granddaughter of Zibion, whom she bore to Esau, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. And these were the chiefs among Esau's descendants. The sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, chief Temen, Omar, Zepho, Kanaz, Korah, Gatam, and Amalek. These were the chiefs descended from Eliphaz and Adam, and they were the grandsons of Ada.
Now I'm going to go ahead and stop right there. Basically, after that, you kind of get the gist of what's happening. It continues to go down Esau's line and lineage. This tribe became known as the Edomites. And the Edomites were mentioned a lot of times in the Bible, actually, especially around Deuteronomy and Numbers and those books, which we will talk about later. But the Edomites were mentioned as being the brothers of the Israelites. And they kind of were because Esau was Jacob's brother and Esau's family had produced the Edomites. So they were kind of brothers to the Israelites as well. There's actually a verse in Deuteronomy that says that the Israelite nation should not hate the Edomites because he is the brother of the Israelites. And I believe that is Deuteronomy 23 verse 7. So you can look that verse up if you want. But I think it says uh, you should not abhor an Edomite or hate an Edomite because he is your brother. So God makes it pretty clear here that the Edomites were in fact Israel's brothers and that the Israelite nation should not hate the Edomites, even though the Edomites actually were kind of cruel to the Israelites later on and uh, did a few things to them that they shouldn't have done. But we'll definitely get more into that later on. Now, in verse one here of Genesis chapter 36, this starts talking about the line of Esau. And it talks about the wives that he took from Canaan. You remember that these wives were horrible. In fact, they had brought... Rebecca and Isaac, a lot of pain and misery these two wives had. They were terrible for whatever reason, maybe because of the gods they worshipped or the rituals that they practiced or something like that. But they were not happy with Esau marrying these Canaanite women. And Rebecca and Isaac were actually uh, Esau's parents, for those of you who uh, didn't remember. But for whatever reason, these Canaanite women brought Esau's parents, a lot of pain and misery. It doesn't say specifically what, but they did. And Rebecca and Isaac actually begged Jacob, their other son, to not marry a Canaanite woman. And he didn't end up marrying a Canaanite woman, but Esau had. And after Esau realizes that his parents were really upset with these Canaanite women that he had married, he ends up taking this other woman named Basamath. And you can see this in verse 3. It says, He took Basamath, the daughter of Ishmael, and the sister of Neboeth. And that was an interesting choice for Esau to do because Ishmael was Isaac's brother, but they were probably not on very good terms because of Abraham and the problems that happened with Ishmael. But for some reason, Esau believed that his parents would be happy with him marrying the daughter of Ishmael who was the estranged son from Abraham's family. I know we're getting into a lot of names here, and it might be hard to remember. Basically, this was not a good idea for Esau to do. He ends up doing it anyway. He was typically a very foolish person. He had denied his birthright. He had sold it for a pot of stew, a pot of red stew, which is actually where his name Edom came from because Edom means red. He had also tried to kill his brother Jacob out of hatred for him. Esau in general was just not a very wise person. And you can see this here with the wives that he took as well. He was not a very wise person. So after this, it talks about some of the sons of Esau. But then in verse 6, it kind of changes its tone. And it says, Esau ends up taking his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the members of his household, as well as all of his animals and his livestock and everything that he had 
acquired in the land of Canaan, and he moved to this other land named Seir. And the reason he did this was because Jacob, or Israel at this point, also lived in this land. And this land was not big enough for all the goods that these two men had. We know that Jacob, or Israel, was a very rich man. God had blessed him so greatly that he acquired a lot of possessions and had a lot of livestock and a lot of animals and cattle and all these goods and everything. But we also know that Esau had a lot of stuff too, because it says that the land could not sustain both of them, could not support them because they had so much livestock that they were grazing all the, the grass up and there was nothing left for them. So that's why Esau ends up leaving and moving to this country of Seir because there was just not enough room for him with Jacob. And this was when Jacob and Esau were on good terms at this point. And Jacob was back home and probably their father Isaac had already passed away at this point and they had already buried him. And this is after all of that. So what does this tell you? Well, to me, it tells me that Esau was a blessed man. Even though Jacob took away Esau's birthright and his blessing from Isaac, which was simply a will, if that makes any sense, a last will and testament from their father Isaac, he had stolen away that blessing from Esau. And Esau was so infuriated that he wanted to kill Jacob. He hated Jacob because of this. But yet he didn't have to because God had still blessed Esau with all these material possessions that Esau desperately wanted. In some of the earlier episodes, we had talked about how Esau didn't want the responsibility that came with the blessing and with the birthright, but rather just wanted the material possessions that came with these two things. Now, a birthright holder, just to refresh you guys, was meant to be the firstborn son, which was Esau. The firstborn son was giving, given special privileges after their father died. But with these special privileges, such as more land and more of the money and more of the will, basically, with these special privileges also came a huge responsibility because the birthright holder would kind of be the chief at this point. He would be the spiritual leader and the uh, financial supporter of everyone under his household. This included nieces, nephews, um, children, sisters, brothers, anybody that wasn't married, uh, anybody that lived under his household, he would be financially responsible for and just responsible for in general. But Esau despised that part of his birthright, even though it was very clear what God expected out of the firstborn son, Esau despised that part of it and wanted nothing to do with God's plan, but he wanted the material possessions that came with that, but not the responsibility, not the financial responsibility, and not the spiritual guiding responsibility of his family. So we had talked about that a little bit, but yet God blessed Esau in the end with exactly what Esau wanted. Esau got all these material possessions. In fact, there were so many material possessions that the land could not sustain both of them. So Esau goes and leaves. And you know, even though God had rejected Esau because of what Esau had done, 
by despising God's plan and uh, the birthright and everything else and trying to kill his brother and all sorts of just crazy things that Esau had done. Even though God rejected Esau because of that, he still blessed him. So how much more was he going to bless Jacob, who was trying to be on the right path, though Jacob did falter from time to time, Jacob always returned to the path of God and wanted God for himself. So how much more was God going to bless Jacob when he blessed Esau so greatly with exactly what Esau wanted? In fact, if we keep reading all the way down to verse 43 to the end of the chapter, we see that kings were some of the descendants of Esau. Esau produced kings, Edomite kings. And if I remember correctly, I believe also the Edomites held the city of Petra, which was supposed to be practically impenetrable, which is kind of interesting. So Esau made all these great things, these great cities, and helped make the Edomite clan, which became a great nation, which I believe also produced the Amalekites as well, which ended up being one of Israel's uh, enemies, actually, the Amalekites. But all the way in verse 43, we see all these rulers and kings and chiefs that had come from Esau because God blessed Esau. And that is kind of the moral of this chapter of the Bible. You know, this is in here not just for history, but to show the mercy of God. I believe almost every chapter in the Bible points back to God's mercy and how much God loves humanity and loves people. It's always about God's mercy through all of the Bible. And this is just another showing of how merciful God is to people and how merciful he was to Esau, even though Esau wanted nothing to do with God or nothing to do with God's plans. God was still merciful to Esau and blessed him in the way Esau wanted. And that is just a fascinating story to me. So this was Genesis chapter 36. And though this was a quick summary of the chapter, please feel free to read it and go through and see all of the descendants of Esau and refer back to it when we talk about the Amalekites and um, the Edomites later on in uh, Deuteronomy and Numbers. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. I have been quite busy recently with just a lot of things I'm trying to get accomplished on P40 Ministries, particularly my coloring books that are coming out very, very soon. I am so excited about them. They are out uh, being formatted right now. And after that, they will be ready to publish. And I am just so excited. I cannot wait to get those out to everybody and explain them a little bit better once they come out. But friends, I want to ask that you... Join me tomorrow at 6 a.m. for an episode out of Matthew. We are moving right along through Matthew, and we are over halfway done with Matthew, which is really crazy to me. So join me then at 6 a.m., and also have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening, and God bless. God bless.